This is Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. Connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled Introduction to Philippians. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. We just finished a verse-by-verse expository devotional series on the book of Ephesians. And before we get started expositing Paul's epistle to the Philippians, it's a good practice to take a quick look at the setting and the recipients of the letter so we have a clearer understanding of its context and its purpose. The city of Philippi was located in ancient Greece, also known as Macedonia, and it was under the rule of the Roman Empire. The town was famous for its gold mines, its fertile soil and freshwater springs, and it was on an important trade route to Rome. Most of the population of Philippi was made up of Gentiles, and the few Jews in the city did not worship at a synagogue, but instead went outside of town and met by a nearby river. Reference Acts 16 verse 13. While not specifically mentioned by name, evidence from Luke's account in the book of Acts tells us that Paul helped establish the church in Philippi on his second missionary journey to Macedonia, around 50-51 to AD. See Acts chapter 16. Lydia, a wealthy seller of purple fabrics, was one of the first converts and provided Paul, Silas, Timothy, and Luke with room and board during their stay in the area. See Acts chapter 16, verse 15. And during their time there, their exorcism of a young girl caused such a ruckus in town that Paul and Silas were thrown into jail. That's Acts 16, verses 16 to 24. Then an earthquake struck and opened the doors of the cells and unshackled all the prisoners, which ultimately allowed Paul and Silas to lead the jailer and his family to Christ. See Acts 16, verses 27 to 34. The men's journey to the region of Philippi was full of amazing events orchestrated by our Lord. Paul wrote the epistle of Philippians while imprisoned in Rome about 10 years later, around 60 to 61 AD, along with the letters to the Ephesians, Colossians, and Philemon, also known as the prison epistles. The overarching themes in Philippians are thankfulness, joy, humility, generosity, and unity in Christ. Unlike many other apostolic epistles, such as Galatians or 1 Corinthians, Philippians contains very little correction, instead focusing on the church's strengths and reinforcing the truths that they were already living out. The Philippian church was overall pretty healthy. Yet, we still find many parallels to Paul's other epistles threaded throughout this letter, like living our lives in a manner worthy of our calling, as in Philippians 1.27, proper behavior for believers, Philippians 2 verses 1 to 4, and the deity and humility of Christ our Savior, Philippians 2 verses 6 to 11. An interesting side note is that Paul did not directly quote from the Old Testament in this epistle, although there seems to be a contemplative reference to Job having confidence that the Lord would eventually deliver him through his trials. See Job 13 verses 15 to 16 and reference that to Philippians 1 verse 19. It is possible that he chose not to tag the Old Testament simply because so few of the converts in this early church were Jewish. Paul knew his audience and he knew this church and he knew what would resonate most with these young believers in Christ. While not Paul's shortest letter, Philippians is an easy and pleasing read, broken out into just four chapters and yet bursting at the seams with a continuous message of joy and hope 
that every believer can take to heart and put into action in our everyday walk. I do hope you will be blessed and enriched as we begin this expository devotional series in the book of Philippians. Again, thank you for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform or look up Truth Matters Church on Sermon Audio. Have a blessed day.